what's the one that's a fart? <laughs> Flatulence? It's not that. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> Welcome to The Freak Show. Welcome. I'm Lauren. I'm Megan. This is a podcast where we each get 15 minutes to talk about something we've researched that we think is going to freak the other person out. Hopefully you too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. There's an arbitrary winner at the end. It doesn't really matter. We time the 15 minutes. The timer will go off. We're going to keep talking a little bit probably because that's mm-hmm. what we do. Maybe not this week for me. Oh, you say that every week. I know, but I feel it. <laughs> That it is going to be true again this week. Okay, we'll see. Um, every week one of us brings a drink to pair with their topic. This week, Lauren, you brought the drink. I did, and, and it's, it's like, oh, it's the most impressive thing I've ever made. I really want to agree, because <laughs> you brought a million groceries to my house. I thought you just were like, hey, I'm just going to keep these in mm-hmm. here until we're done recording, and I'm going to take my groceries no, home. They're all in They're the all drink. in this drink, including egg whites. Yeah. I mean, I really blew myself out of the water here today. <laughs> I will say, you, I'm going to totally call you out. You didn't know how to separate eggs. to m- Sure. Well, I've never done that before. Okay. But you helped me. And yeah. Now I know. Okay. Um, so this cocktail actually I don't, doesn't have a name on like the website I found it, but it's like an egg white cocktail with vodka, grapefruit, and mint. It's very like refreshing. It looks... It looks delightful. Fantastic. I can't wait to drink it. I can't either. Um, So it doesn't have a name, but those are the ingredients. Would you like to venture a guess as to why I brought it? Well, now that's just throwing me because I thought the name would hint at it. Is is the no-name part of it? it No. Oh. It was... um, It's something about eggs, egg whites, chickens... A farm. We're on a farm. Okay. We're on I a farm. love just watching or hearing the like train that you're. I just like stared off into the distance and named like fifteen things. It was free association in a really nice way. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're on a farm. We're on a farm in this one. Okay, great. Rock paper scissors to see who goes first. Yes. Ready. Rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Um, I have crushed Megan's scissors with my rock. I will be going first. Should we cheers? Yeah, I'm I kind of nervous, but I'm excited. This. Okay. Clink. Thank God we didn't double the recipe. Hmm. It's good. You know what it <laughs> you know what it needs? <laughs> More mint. Or like less grapefruit. Yeah. Don't you think? Remember last time I made a very similar drink and we're like less grapefruit? Yeah. I ignored that and I did more grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like grapefruit juice. I know. I wanted I not didn't want it to taste eggy. Yeah. It doesn't. It's like creamy a little bit. Yeah. I love an egg white drink. I'm a big fan. If something okay, on a well, menu has the egg break, whites. I'll add more other things. I was, I was just going to say, at the break, when we make another, because we always do, <laughs> let's, yeah. we'll make our version. Yeah, which is exactly what we did last time. I brought a grapefruit. And we crushed drink. it. Yeah, okay. Great, great. Is it the same grapefruit? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> do you want to just leave things at my house? Probably. Okay, I'm going to set the timer. Are you ready? Yes. And begin. Okay, so we are drinking this lovely egg white cocktail because Easter is this Sunday. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Yeah. And um, so I wanted to talk about some traditions that happen around the world on Easter that go beyond our quaint American Easter egg hunts and our baskets. <laughs> okay. And the egg rolls. Okay. Because um, egg some, rolls. Like, rolling eggs not like egg rolls I, uh, although that should be an easter tradition I, wouldn't that be so great yeah like, i would like that come over for the egg roll and you just literally just like you eat egg rolls yeah oh my god let's i'm do doing it. that this year okay oh great. okay no, oh we we're not spending, doing that no we're doing that we're spending easter together this we are year. Okay. okay first of all that was your idea don't put that on me you're the one who said it you're right we're doing it <laughs> anyways tell me all about egg rolls 
Okay. So um, I looked up like a bunch of traditions for Easter from all around the world. A few rose to the top for me. Great. So I'm going to tell you about multiple different countries and Great. areas. We'll start with a fun one. <laughs> okay. In Norway. Okay. For like, wait, does everyone celebrate Easter? Christians, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't so know why. Like, I'm like, it's an American thing. It's not. That's just me being ignorant. Yeah. That's what that's called. <laughs> um, it's a very Christian thing. So okay. if you're Christian around the world, most likely celebrate Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when Jesus came back. <laughs> you're looking at me. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like panicking because like maybe my mom's listening. Did you like not even research our <laughs> Easter? <laughs> No, Easter is when Jesus comes back. It's when, he, yeah, three days after he died, he rose he from the dead. So there's Good Friday. Yeah, crucified on Thursday. Good Friday, yeah, Maundy Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Can we deep do a cut? Deep <laughs> cut. Um, and then there's like the Good Friday, and then on Sunday is when you celebrate him rising, not being in the tomb. Whatever. Okay, Got great. it. I have, more, I have more questions that. about it, but it's not even your topic. But I'm like, then what's Ash Wednesday? Why Lent? What does the 40 days mean? What do we even... Tell me your topic. Okay. That's not what I'm going to talk about. Great. So in Norway, for like reasons that are not totally understood, um, they have this tradition called Easter crime. Oh, like the purge. <laughs> That's what purging? I thought it was going to be. Oh. But this is a fun one. <laughs> no. not, not a scary one. This is like every year the Easter weekend in Norway is when people, like it's a tradition to read crime stories or watch like murder mysteries. New crime books and new crime shows come out on Easter and it's like a national tradition to like be Getting at home and like dive into a murder like mystery. true crime. oh my gosh i should move to norway this yeah. is what i do every weekend it sounds amazing it sounds so great yeah and like no one's super sure why I was and just it's gonna... not scandinavian it's just in norway like other scandinavian countries are like no <laughs> no we're good we go to church <laughs> and norway's like we're gonna dive into like jean benet yeah all weekend <laughs> yeah um so that's norway which sounds delightful. I might try to be there for Easter. I'm in. This year? He's going to fly yeah. out right now? Yeah, I'll be flying out tomorrow. <laughs> um, neighboring Russia. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, Eastern European mm-hmm. weirdness going on. Um, in Russia, this one isn't quite as freaky, but I really enjoyed it, which is that Easter meals come with a chunk of butter that's shaped like a lamb. Oh, I've I've read about The this. butter lamb. Yeah. And the tradition comes from, like, ancient times in Russia when it was good luck to meet a lamb because it was the only animal that Satan couldn't impersonate. (laughs) Questions about that. Do we we know why? why? Um, I think it was because it was, like, a biblical, like, animal, like the Lamb of God. I was... Got it. Yeah. And so, because I guess it's mentioned in the Bible, although I'm pretty sure other animals are too, Satan, like, couldn't become a lamb and trick you but other animals could but okay but say say <laughs> satan could become a cow comes up and tries to trick me i'd be like wait a minute you're satan why is a cow talking to me <laughs> like i don't know i don't know maybe it's not talking maybe it just like kicks you over that's tricky you're right that's a trick <laughs> that's a dirty trick okay i just like that butter the butter lamb of russia yeah. let's get a butter lamb okay i bet we They're could buy really one cute you can just like get a mold and like put butter in it too. uh let's just go buy one at jewel okay that sounds good. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, okay, in New Zealand, instead of hunting for Easter eggs, they hunt for Easter bunnies in a very literal way. Um, every Easter, there's a 24-hour open hunting period for bunnies because the island, the southern island, is overrun with bunnies. And so everyone... I love that you keep saying bunnies. I'm like, is she ever going to say rabbits? 
<laughs> um, one of the things in my notes does say bunny rabbits, uh-huh. but still bunnies. Got it. Because it's Easter. Mm-hmm. I guess Easter rabbit. Bunny. Anyway. Easter bunny. <laughs> um, is Easter rabbit a thing? Um, no, it's no, Easter bunny. No, it's Easter it's bunny. Easter, okay. Now I'm questioning everything I know about Easter, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know anything. Uh, okay, so it's 24-hour hunt, and it results in thousands of dead bunnies on the southern island of New Zealand. Do you need a permit at all? Because if it's open, then you can be like, well... I think it's, like, open huh. for 24 hours. Okay. Um, it's usually, like, at least 10,000 bunnies are killed in one day. The peak was 23,000 in one day. Those poor kids growing up there, like, the Easter Bunny's coming, and then you see your dad yeah, come you in. Just, like, <laughs> like 15 Easter rabbit. Bunny's hopping, and all of a sudden yeah, yeah, it's flopped right. over, just, like, covered in blood. Great. Great. That's fun. Um, yeah, there's, like, a lot of animal rights groups that are, like, not about that tradition. <laughs> I understand. But that's not what we're talking about. I understand. About. But we're, we're, like, here, we're, like, it's Easter, let's eat all the ham. Yeah. It, nothing quite makes sense. And, like, Easter bunny, like, why are we looking for eggs? It's confusing. Like, a bunny doesn't lay eggs. I literally just had a minute of, like, does a bunny lay eggs? Mm-mm. No. So then why is a bunny bringing eggs? Exactly. I have a really fun tangent, and I'm not going to take up all your time and tell it right now, but I'll tell it later. Okay, well, there might be leftover time Great. at the end. Great. Um, okay, so this next little grouping of traditions is my favorite in, like, a way that, because it makes me angry. Mm. <laughs> so this um, is coming to us from Hungary, Slovakia, the Czech Republic, like, that kind of Eastern European yeah. little block of countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's a tradition called Easter sprinkling. Is this going to be gross? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> and it's um, the practice of dousing women with ice cold water. No, thank you. I knew this was going to be a woman. <laughs> woman, you're like, it makes me mad. I go, feminism. <laughs> this is going to be something mean. Yes. So this, like, fun, quote-unquote, fun tradition is, like, the men in your family or sometimes just, like, the men in your town. Like, when you're either first thing when you wake up or, like, walking down the street, they'll just, like, pour water on you. Like, cold water. Yeah. It's like you won a football game. Yeah. And you're the coach. But you're, like, trying to go to church. <laughs> Um, Okay. (laughs) But you're, like, trying to get to Yeah. A, like, related tradition in those same countries is that instead of pouring water on women, they're whipped with willow branches. No, thank you. For fun and festivities. Now I'm not in. Yeah. Like, the ice water thing, I'm like, okay, that's annoying. There was, like, this article I read from a woman from, I think she was from Slovakia or Hungary, and she was, like, not trying to be woken up in my bed by my brothers pouring ice cold water on my face. And she's like, that is what Easter means to me. No. <laughs> yeah. How many times and are they allowed she to would do hear it? hear her mom screaming in her room at her husband for doing it. She's like, do you know how fucking long it's going to take this mattress to dry? <laughs> like, just very practically. Like, she wasn't even it's mad so about true. being wet. She's it's like, so why... You do it when I'm sleeping. Right. Wait till Let I me wake, wake up. up. I can. We can clean up the floor. Right. Um, <laughs> do it outside. Yeah. But then it's sometimes they're just like hit with branches. No, I don't like that one at all. And it's said to like both the water and the branches are said to symbolize youth and strength and make the women healthy for the upcoming spring. Nope. Yeah, no. no. Healthy. It seems like they'd just be mad for spring. Right. Like, they would just have a really bad attitude and be super upset and for maybe some spring. scratches. <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about the willow branches thing. I want to focus on the water thing. I'm just picturing one person getting doused, like, six times over. Like, they yeah. already got me. Yeah. Can't you see I'm wet? <laughs> you change, you walk out, and as soon as you walk out your door, someone yeah, else there were pictures it. of just, like, women walking down the street and, like, men coming up with, like, buckets of water. No. And it's like, what? Why? Why is this fun for you? What does this have to do with 
Easter. Jesus, <laughs> your Lord your and Jesus. Savior, Savior coming back to life. Whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> um, okay, how much time do I have? Because I'm getting to my last country. You have six minutes. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> this is the freakiest one. Oh, no. Um, it comes to us from the Philippines, which is a super Catholic country. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. It's like, they just kill all the women. Like, is that what it's about to be? Yeah, no. There's just a perch. <laughs> Any woman, goodbye. We'll see. We'll make some new we'll ones. We'll make new ones. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not like that. Um, no one dies. Okay. Spoiler alert. No one dies. <laughs> I'm like, how you looked at me like, hey, calm down. No one dies. Megan, everyone's going to be fine. Got it. More or less. Okay. So, in this country, um, they do some of the more traditional things, like they do like a pilgrimage where they like carry a heavy wooden cross, like that's pretty normal. Oh yeah, like the stations of the cross mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but sometimes they also crawl across rough pavement or they, um, whip themselves. Why? It's called self-flagellation. No. <laughs> yes. I think it is. Flagellation. What's the one that's a fart? Flatul- flatulence? It's not that. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it wrong. I can't. Okay. So they do, okay, so they like. Self-flagellance. It's called self-flagellation. Got it. And it's whipping yourself for religious purposes, for like penance and to like um, pay for your sins or whatever. To be like, this is what he went through. Yeah. Yeah. But the practice that they do that really freaked me out was on Good Friday, there's a tradition in the Philippines of devout Catholics a few key devout Catholics, like, per town, crucifying themselves. Sorry, what? Literally nailing, like, being nailed yeah. to... Yeah, like, you're pointing at the point, palm of your like, hand. <laughs> it's a podcast, but I'm doing this in... Yeah. yeah. Um, they, like, are willingly nailed to a cross no. with nails driven through their hands and their feet. Nope. And they're, like, spend, like, ten minutes to an hour up there. No. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm just... I'm, I'm, my Everything, hands are in Yeah, my feet are mm-hmm. on fire. Everything Everything's is on terrible. Everything's on fire. <laughs> um, it's usually men, but a handful of women also join in sometimes. Um, Part of me is like, good for them. It shouldn't all be yeah, men. But feminism, then, but I'm, like, no. But also the like, wrong kind. Don't, don't, do do it. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. Um, the women who participate are usually said to be acting on directions from above um, or that they're actually possessed by Jesus. <sighs> I don't know why the men aren't like that but it's like the women's like saying like yes do with me they're like okay maybe you're being possessed by the holy ghost or something and the men are like we're fine you're possessed yeah um so this happens every year and usually it's like each town or each church has like two or three volunteers that all do it um the catholic church's official position is that this is batshit crazy and like people should not do it (laughs) like even the catholic church is like y'all need to calm down you know that that's a problem when like the actual catholics are like no, no, that's a little zealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the health officials in the Philippines are like, okay, if you're going to crucify yourself, you can get tetanus shot. <laughs> they're it's like a, not really trying to stop like, anybody, but they're like, can you sterilize the nails and would you mind getting a tetanus shot so you're healthy about it? It's like, if you can't beat them, just like make sure that they're healthy about it. It's very true. It's true. Like, do what you can. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a few like standout crucifies <laughs> or whatever. I can't even look at you. You just like do like a flourish. Okay, go. Okay, so this one guy, Rolando Ocampo, he's 56. He's been crucified every year since 1990. He started doing it because his wife survived a difficult childbirth and to, like, 
thank God or Jesus or whatever, he's like, I know, I'll nail myself to a cross. Mm, I feel like she should be like, you know what? Maybe thank me. Yeah. I survived. Or like a my doctors. Child. Yeah. Modern science and medicine. Yeah. And Jesus has, like, is like, actually, I didn't like that. Like, <laughs> I don't want you to do it too. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Don't, yeah. I didn't love like, being that. Like, that was bad for me. Don't. I did that, that. so you don't have to do that. Do you think he has scars, like stigmata? But stigmata is like where it just shows up. Wait, I don't know what stigmata is. Maybe I'll do it for a topic. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gilbert Bargallo, he has been crucified dozens of times. um, And he said that in 2012, they used six-inch nails in his hands and feet. Six inches? And that year it took 45 minutes (gasps) for them to finish nailing the nails. Why? Because they just, like, they did it real slow. (laughs) Real slow. We're going to do this one real slow. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. Um, I'd be like, can you do this any faster, please? Yeah, (laughs) just, like, get it in there. Gotta get out of here. (laughs) You know what, never mind. There's a ham at home. I don't know. Um, And then the star of the Philippines crucifixions. (laughs) He's in, like, multiple articles. Ruben Anahe. He's been crucified every year for the past 32 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And he started doing it after he fell three stories and survived in 1986. And he's like... Thank you, Jesus. I will crucify myself every year on no. Easter for you. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then, so, he said in an interview that he no longer feels any pain when it happens. Like, he has the scars, and they go through the same place mm-hmm. every year on his hands and Did you see feet. a picture of the scars? No, and there are a lot of pictures, <laughs> and I just sort of, like, quickly skimmed past them. Because okay. it's like, yeah, yeah. it also feels like a li- like, I'm sure they're not doing this for on purpose, but it feels, like, a little bit offensive because they, like, dress up like Jesus. Like, like they wear uh, wigs and stuff. No! And it's like, what? You're not Jesus. Why? Get yeah. out of here. But um, I want to end, so I'm, like, already done. Okay, okay. So you're going to have, like, some time to, whatever, if you have some <laughs> anecdotes. But I wanted to end... I like how you're like, so you'll have time to talk if you need to, Megan. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I wanted to end on a quote from... Oh, perfect. Oh! So Ruben Anahe, the pro-crucif fee or we're calling him he was like he's not a pro he doesn't get paid for this right no okay he was telling the interviewer they no longer feels pain and he said in the past i went home injured and limping but this year i feel so great i feel like god is telling me go ahead keep it up i'm like he's like you're lying he's like a weird like pro athlete i i'm really at peak performance right yeah Yeah. i've gotten to this point where like i don't even feel it anymore (laughs) and it's like then first of all don't do it because you're clearly not learning your lesson yeah isn't uh, it about the pain? Why? Why? So that's um, Happy Easter uh, from the Philippines. Do you have something that like your family always makes or does or something on Easter? Um, when we were growing up, we always like hid the Easter basket that we'd find, mm-hmm. but we don't usually. Wait, you hid your own basket? No, like my parents would hide it, okay. and wake <laughs> like, up um, and look for it. <laughs> but it. we don't usually have like um, food traditions. Like we make different meals for like all the big holidays every year. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Just the basket. Mm. One year, my aunt, we were at my aunt Nancy's house, and she did an Easter egg hunt in the backyard for all the kids, but so the kids fun. included the grown-up kids, too, and she hid little bottles of alcohol for us. So I did that last year. It's very fun. I hosted Easter at my house, and I made a ham, and my family makes kielbasa every year. Ooh, it's so good. Yum. Um, so I made that just for me, but I shared it, and then I hid little bottles of the alcohol that we just took a shot of Fireball from, <laughs> uh-huh. and I put little ribbons around it to be like... 
hey, go find the Easter th- baskets. But I didn't think, oh, that means everyone's going to open every door of my house and like search through my things. So I had, Was it all inside? It was all inside, but I had to be like, hey, there's none in my room. Don't go in my room. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> Don't go in my room. That's yeah. so fun, though. Yeah, good one. That's really fun. I'll tell you my anecdote later. That wasn't even my anecdote. Oh, okay. We just went off on different yeah, things. Yeah, so happy Easter for happy the Freak Easter. Show. Happy Easter. Go have a ham. Don't crucify yourself. Please don't. <laughs> I like how that's a good tip. Go have a ham. <laughs> don't crucify yourself. Yeah, that's a good way to go out. Great. We're going to um, reconfigure this drink, and we'll be right back. Can't wait. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. We have a slightly tweaked version of the same cocktail. I think better. I think better, too. I think... A little more balanced. This is what we learn, is that in the first half, if we make a cocktail, it'll be okay. Yeah. But we can all... There's always room for improvement. Yeah. It's, we feel the mint now. It's mm-hmm. less grapefruity. It's nicely balanced. It feels stronger for some reason? Well, it is. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be real fun, then. Second half. Um. So, are you ready to freak me out? I'm ready. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm like looking at you like you're not even. I forgot how to do all of the podcasts. Okay, this, is, this happens every week, and I'm like, why is she not even looking at her phone? <laughs> okay, I've got the timer up. Okay. Are you ready? I'm you ready. Have 15 minutes. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm not even gonna like do like a well intro to this. I'm just diving, just right diving. In. I'm diving in. Okay. So on December 4th, 2016, mm-hmm. Edgar Welch. Gets into his car in North Carolina. Uh huh. He drives to Washington D.C. Oh, big trip! It's a big nope. trip. I was thinking of the state of Washington. Nope. <laughs> I mean, North Carolina, Washington D.C. It's eh, a medium crossing. Trip. I should have looked up how long it takes. Probably it not that long. Someone will tell us. <laughs> we'll learn later. Okay. This is a theme for all. Of I know. We'll learn it later. Geography. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Where's the Yukon? We learned. Um, so why was he driving to D.C.? He was going to Comet Ping Pong. Oh. That is not as sinister as I was expecting. Yes, yes. (laughs) What year are we in? 2016. Okay. So he gets to Comet Ping Pong. He walks in and tells us, why you left? (laughs) I just really like, why is he going to go to a ping pong place? Like, so dramatic. Okay, keep going. Um, So he gets to Comet Ping Pong. He walks in and um, he tells all of the customers to leave. Oh, no. What's he going to do? He was going to do dirty stuff to the ping pong tables. No, <laughs> no, I wish. He is armed with an AR-15 no. assault rifle, a 38 caliber cold revolver, and a folding knife. No. Yeah, he fires his AR-15 three times. He hits the walls, a desk, a door. Thankfully, no people. Yeah. Um. He was in Comet for roughly 45 minutes. Okay. And I wrote, why was he there for so long? Just playing ping pong. Yeah, he's no. doing like a Forrest Gump move where he's up against the wall and he's just like, he's like no working one, it out. Working no one talked to me. No yeah. one talked to me. Um, he was in there because he was looking for a child sex ring that was alleged <gasps> to be this in is the Hillary stop, thing. Stop letting me uh. just see my thing. I did a whole story. Okay, as soon as you started talking, I was like, I feel like I'm going to have heard of stop. this. Okay. I have a reveal okay. and you just... I'm, we'll edit that part out. No, we're not. I know, we won't. Okay. Okay. He's looking for a child sex ring that was alleged to be in tunnels under the establishment. Lauren, this is Pizzagate. It is Pizzagate. This is Pizzagate. Fucking, okay. Um, Please yeah. 
highlight the absurdity. Yeah, I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> um, some I forget who who suggested this to me. I didn't know anything about it. Oh. Then I started researching. I remember I it like, during this the is bananas. Yeah. Also, if I was gonna be the drink for this one, I was just gonna make us pizza. Oh, damn it, <laughs> I Megan. Know. Well, it's okay. This is still a really good drink. <laughs> um, so during the 2016 election. There was this conspiracy that had this one tiny, specifically Comet ping pong. Mm-hmm. It was right in the middle of all of it. Mm-hmm. These right-wing conspiracy theorists were trying to do anything to, like, expose Hillary, throw her under the bus. Like, mm-hmm. what can we find? How can we expose her? Mm-hmm. Um, especially because of the whole, you know, butter emails, because she used her private email yeah. back when she was... This is one of the things that they think might have come from the Russians. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and I'm... Once again, to quote me every week, I'll get into that. <laughs> if I have time. I Megan, I'll get into that title. <laughs> that is my middle name. It's so weird. My parents are like, why is this fitting? It works. <laughs> um, so her, Hillary's campaign manager, his name is John Podesta. Of course. We're all familiar. <laughs> I, like her, I wasn't. His emails were leaked by WikiLeaks. Oh, do you want to just tell me? <laughs> yes, I do. So he had his personal email hacked. His emails were made public. WikiLeaks published over 20,000 pages of his emails. Mm-hmm. And that alone was very freaking to me. I was like, can you imagine 20,000 My uncle's emails were published because he had emailed John Podesta a few times. What? Like, my uncle's emails are on WikiLeaks. Why? He's in politics. Okay. We shouldn't talk about that on the podcast. Also, well, I mean, it's on WikiLeaks. <laughs> okay. Um, also, just to note, like, not to get political, but Donald Trump's personal friend and advisor knew all this in advance. He's now going to jail for it. Well, why are you just telling because me Because I'm fucking mad. I, I would know. never do this topic because it makes me so fucking mad. Okay, well, okay let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm just going to drink my drink. Exactly. So, <laughs> like, so you're like, you're just going to make faces at me. So a lot of right-wing people, when they saw these emails after they got published on WikiLeaks, they jumped on them and they claimed that there was coded messages mm-hmm. in his emails that referred to a human trafficking and, um, li- or sorry, referred to human trafficking and linking the Democratic par- Party to a child sex ring. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they said it was taking place in the basements of DC pizzerias. Mm-hmm. So they're reading these emails. And also, I read some of these emails and I'm like, where, very boring. where is the code? Yeah. How am I not cracking mm-hmm. this code? Yeah. But they're like, oh, that's about child sex traffics. And he said, you know, meet me at seven and that means sex stuff. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Which is super ironic because a legit human trafficking <laughs> sex ring has just been under- uncovered. I can't. The <laughs> owner is a Mar-a-Lago oh um, member. I'm never doing a, a politics <laughs> Because it makes me so mad. The hypocrisy of it all. You just take all my time. Keep going. You should have saved some of your time for my topic. Okay. So for some reason, people were buying into this. They're like, fuck yeah, there's a child. They're fucking crazy. (laughs) Okay. So hashtag Pizzagate spread like wildfire. Mm Mainly, though, this is going into what you were saying, it was by the use of bots Mm -hmm. that were programmed to amplify this story and programmed to be like, hashtag Pizzagate and everything. Yeah. The bots were linked to places like Vietnam and the Czech Republic, mainly coming from there of... Mm -hmm. Let's just get these bots to retweet yeah. all these things about hashtag yeah. Pizzagate. Like so using, that, like, disinformation. Exactly. Yeah. Let's expose this more. So the story was all over Reddit. It was all over 4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Jones, who is the host of InfoWars. Stop. <sighs> <laughs> After I said the host of InfoWars, I wrote, vomit. <laughs> I... Yeah. Mm. No, 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 no. There was just... Did you listen? Yes. Stop. Stop. <laughs> 
we'll talk about it. Go on. No, just no. so people know what we're talking about. There was a recent This American Life that talks about Alex Jones. What it's a awful, fucking awful, loser. Awful. Okay, okay, listen to that. We're not going to get into it now. Let's keep going. Okay. I almost wrote it down as a possible topic, and I was like, it makes me too mad. Okay, keep going. So, uh, I have a quote from him. Ugh, why? He says... He says I just want to sound like an asshole when I do this. <laughs> like, yeah, do some sort of dumb voice. Uh, he has like a weird, like deep, like aggressive. Uh, like, yeah. like, like when I think about all the children Hillary Clinton has personally murdered and chopped up and raped, I have zero fear standing up against her. Yeah, you heard me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children. I can't hold back the truth anymore. <sighs> All I need to say is that if there is such a thing as the afterlife, he uh, needs to rot in hell. Okay, fuck you. And I'm you becoming can, I'm becoming my father because that's no. what he yells at the TV sometimes. But it it's is true, rot in fucking hell. You know what? Alex Jones. You can go crucify yourself. <laughs> you can yes. take six inch nails. Yes, fine. Yes. Um, also, he later said that he was talking about Clinton's policy in Syria about murdering children. Not that like she's no, part of the Alex ring. Jones, it's like you fuck weren't. you. You're fine. We all know what you're talking about. Um. So the conspiracy theorists focused on one place in particular, Comet Ping Pong, uh-huh. because John Podesta used to go there often. And then I wrote, to eat pizza. <laughs> End of story. Pizza is delicious. <laughs> yeah. Why would you not? Who doesn't love a casual ping pong game over a pizza? Over a pizza, have a cold beer, He needs to fine. unwind. His life is stressful. Well, it's even more stressful now. Um, so the witch hunt begins when this all is happening. <laughs> Hashtag witch hunt. <laughs> Hashtag witch hunt. Um, people are posting on Comet Pizza's Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're calling them pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Others are digging into, like, the history of the shop and the owners. Um, they're trying to find anything they can to use against them. These, like, lovely people have just opened a pizza yeah. shop. Yeah. Um, other places, just before the election, they start getting threatening phone calls and emails as well yeah. from people demanding to know, like, what the, what is the symbol on your window mean and like it's a slice of pizza well (laughs) hold on because that's about to happen (laughs) you're just telling i remember this um so yeah no that's about what's about to happen so across the street there's an owner of a french bistro Mm -hmm. not even a dc pizza place yeah totally she starts getting calls from these like stupid shitty people that are buying into this because she has a picture on her website of her and her daughter with Hillary Clinton. Because she, like, held a fundraiser for her. Yeah. Um, the people are threatening her, saying mean things to her. They're also fixated on this heart logo that she has on her website. Because she's part of the St. Jude's fundraiser. And they're saying it's a symbol of child pornography. I fucking hate people. <laughs> this is going to get bad. So hold I'm going on. to. I know. It's all bad. I it's know. terrible. It's bringing me this right one. back to 2016. I'm I had so my first sorry. panic attack. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this topic. I should have known. I'm almost done my drink because I'm so stressed out about it. We this. went to the women's march together. <laughs> and I'm like, you were real fired up. I should have known. <laughs> okay. So I guess that is the point of this podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so she removes the symbol of the St. Jude's thing. And Which then like, also what fuck a you. Horrible world. You shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. So then the people chart the comments chain to, oh, she took down the symbol. She must be hiding something. Mm. There's no pleasing mm-hmm. anyone in the world ever. Yeah. That's just what the theme is. Yeah. So this this is what going into what you were just saying. Another pizza shop owner said a reviewer alleged that the shop's logo was a symbol of child pornography. And, I mean, that's all it takes is one person to be like, that's child pornography, yeah. and everyone jumps on it. He is an Egyptian immigrant who voted for Trump. And he goes... <laughs> It's a slice of pizza. <laughs> His legit response is, it's a slice of pizza. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. 
So regardless, he took it down. I feel like people are like, yeah, but kids love pizza. You could lure them in. Yeah. And then what are you going to do to them? Yeah. You're like, give them a piece of pizza. Feed them. <laughs> they paid me money. I give them the pizza. That This is called a business transaction. Yeah. So then they changed their comments to, why'd you change the website? We're going to put a bullet in your head. Mm. They're saying shit like this. That was a quote. Of, like, why'd you change the website? We're going to put a bullet to in To a guy who fucking voted for Trump. An Egyptian immigrant who voted for Trump. Which, is, first of all, I know, that's a what whole are you doing? topic. Women what are you of America, doing? why did you all vote for him, too? Yeah. 53% of white women. Ugh. Anyway. Now I'm getting heated. Yeah! <laughs> what are you doing? I love how you just looked over my drink. Like, why is she not drinking more? Drink more. This is terrible. I'm trying. How much time do I have left? Hopefully not a lot. Four minutes. Oh, okay. I'll take a little sip real quick. I got time. I need so, to wrap this up so I can cool down. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So many of the stores that were on the same block as Comet were mm-hmm. the main ones that were targeted because they thought, like, oh, it's underground tunnels. It's all connected all on connected. this block. Yeah. So the, there, there was a list that went out of, like, it's these are the businesses that are part of the ring. Mm-hmm. Which also, what would make you think to start that list? Because obviously it was fabricated. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to throw all these shops under the bus and ruin People their lives forever. Hillary Clinton. Ugh, I hate people. Yeah. So... They had this list that went out about the ring. Phones would ring off the hook from people across the country. These just business owners. Like, literally spewing hate at these people. No. And um, workers eventually just would hang up over and over. They would pick up the phone and just hang up because mm-hmm. it was getting to be that intense. So Reddit had to close the Pizzagate subreddit because people were exposing and posting personal info about workers from, you know, Comet Ping Pong mm-hmm. and other places. And they were like, this is getting hateful. Which is... Typical Alex Jones shit, <laughs> as we learn right. from This American Life. Right. You're right. Um, people even showed up to protest Comet after mm-hmm. a while. Um, and also, I, and I didn't put this down, but I read that the owner of Comet like, went out and like offered them coffee. Ugh. And they're like, no, you fuck people. pedophile. Um, they were getting 150 threatening calls a day. Police couldn't really do anything, though. That was the hard thing. They called the cops. The cops were like... I mean, it's part of free speech. What can we do? They're not it's really like harassment. It is. It's harassment for the phone calls. Some yeah. people got did get charged for the phone calls and yeah. threatened the threats. Yeah, like you can but, call and complain, but like to call and threaten, right. that's not. But like free protesting speech. and the things yeah, like that, like they can do that. Speech, yeah. So the owner received multiple death threats, and their Yelp page had to be locked because <sighs> people that didn't even live in the same state were yeah. posting shitty Yelp reviews. So then comes Edgar from the beginning of the story. Yeah. Um, he viewed himself as the potential hero of this story. Of course he did. And he's like, I'm going to rescue these kids. I'm going to be the hero. I'm a father, and I have to go save these children. So, after he investigates for over 45 minutes, when he tells all the customers to leave because he's going to find this child sex ring, he finds nothing. Of course. <laughs> of course. He yeah, finds no tunnels. Nothing to find. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He puts his guns down and he just goes outside to surrender because the cops had been there. Because he's like, oh shit. He's like, well, I've been duped. He's like, oh man, I guess I guess I was wrong. Or I'm sure in his mind he's like, I went in the wrong establishment right. that doesn't have right. access to the Actually, <laughs> no, he doesn't think that anymore. But <laughs> so he goes and surrenders without any incident. He pleads guilty because mm-hmm. he's arrested. He's also like white privilege. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Four yeah. years in prison. But also okay. like to leave that establishment and just be arrested without incident. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's going to be a different topic. <laughs> he agrees to pay Comet Pizza $5,744.33. Very specific. Because of the damages <laughs> of all the bullets. 
Um, he apologized. He said that what I did was foolish and reckless. Yeah. He fully is like, okay, maybe I was duped. <laughs> yeah. Within hours of his arrest, though, this is where you're going to get mad again. I'm already just <laughs> boiling. Okay. Um, online conspiracy theorists had already decided that he was not one of them. Of course they did. And they're like, oh, he's just a false flag. He's been sent from the government. He's a plant. Um, he's there to hide the truth. That's why they sent in this fake guy to pretend like he's investigating, but he's not. No. And so they're finding any way to, I like how you're like, I'm I can't, like, just like, you're like wringing my hand. I know, you're ready to burst. I'm fine. Um, and I just have one more note on this and then it can be done. Since, how much time do I love? You're done. Okay. <laughs> it didn't even go off. Why is it so quiet? I mean, my phone's been really quiet lately. Okay. Um, my last note is that since the whole hashtag Pizzagate and Pizzagate scandal happened, no alleged victims have come forward and no physical evidence has been found whatsoever. Because it was made up. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah. And that is Pizzagate. I was not ready for I that. I know. I, I know. really wasn't. I know. I wasn't, I wasn't ready because I forgot how heated you are about <laughs> things like this. So yeah. as soon as I started and then you started telling the story for me, <laughs> then, I went in, then I went into, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, I really stir in the pot. It's really like um, I try most days. I mean, I listen to like many angry liberal podcasts <laughs> mm-hmm. about the politics, but I try not to put myself back into late 2016 mode oh. because it immediately revs my engines. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm like viscerally what back. What a year! I'm viscerally back on election <sighs> night, and that's what you have just done to me. Ugh. So and if you could just wrap up. <laughs> that's it. I'm I done. can't say anything. I'm so done. I mean, like wrap up the show. Oh God, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, should okay. we high note? Please wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're craving the high note, but let's do the business of the end okay. of the podcast. Thank first. you so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. If you have any good freaky topics, we're starting to get some emails. That's really mm-hmm. fun. So mm-hmm. it's uh, freakshowpod at gmail.com. Send us some topics. Say in the subject who should be. Don't say the topic in the subject. Yeah. Say which one of us you want to use it because otherwise it's confusing. Mm-hmm. And Megan has to text me, like, don't check the email. <laughs> this, one, this one's for me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, follow us. Uh, we're on Instagram at The Freak Show Pod. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter, Freak underscore Pod. We're on Facebook. People are just kind of finding us. We haven't done anything yet. But if you want to find us, that'd yeah. be fun. Who knows? Someday, maybe it'll be great. I think I think it will. Okay. We'll, we'll do it. And you looked at me like, mm, we won't. Um, okay, thank you. Tune in next week. Megan, please yes. provide a high note that has nothing to do with politics. My high note is that I'm sure that you missed me so much because I'm finally back from Thailand. Welcome back. I know. I was, I was there uh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks and change. Um, it was a miserable two <laughs> weeks for me. My best friend out of the country. <laughs> I just love I had it. to post all the things for the podcast, which was hard. Yeah, because it's hard for you even when I'm here to no, post anything. It really is. I had so many reminders on my phone. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a good week and later, freaks. Later, freaks. <laughs> <laughs>